Hey man, what's going on? Back oh, here. Yeah. Take a couple of weeks off, and the world goes to shit. Yeah, yeah. I, keep, I think it's because we didn't do a couple episodes. I think there's a correlation. Exactly, but, man. So, <laughs> we're the glue that keeps this world together. I thought you people understood that after all these years. <laughs> it's almost nine years now. I thought y'all would figure this out by now. Come on, the world needs the LLA show. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny is that depression is rampant, not just because of the pandemic, but in, in some ways because of the pandemic, but where I'm going is that because people are so distracted, you're just being inundated with information all day long. Now you're choosing to do this because you can cut it off at any point, but people are choosing to be inundated with information. And the human brain is not meant to take in that much content, especially in sound bites. So 10 seconds of this, <laughs> right. of that, 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there. And then people, what's even worse is people hear something for 10 seconds. And now they think they're a subject expert on it and they don't start repeating it. <laughs> right. And they repeat it in a way where it's not even accurate from what they heard because they're using their memory to repeat it. Someone else hears it. Now they repeat it. So, so they it, a game. it wasn't even that good in the first place, but by the time it gets seven, eight levels deep. <laughs> yeah, it's like that old game from elementary school where you got 10 people lined up and then you whisper something in the person at the very end of the line's ear and then you tell them to pass it along. Then by the time you get to the first person, it is totally not what you said. <laughs> so and that's when it was happening. But hey, just for the fact that everybody, all 10 people were in the same line, they all believe it because yeah. they were in that line together. And so that's what happens with all this information that everyone's getting inundated with is the fact, yeah, you've had about 10 minutes to sit there and get this info before something else popped up. But then when you repeat it, there was somebody else that thought that they heard it the same way and they'll confirm what you said. They're like, yeah, that's right. I, exactly. You know, so then of course there's a confirmation bias right there. And so right. next thing you know, you get a whole group of that of people doing it that way. And now you've got a whole side of people that think this is the way it is, you know, because it's just some, something remotely to what they believe. That's the problem. It's what they believe. It's not what they know. It's what they believe. And that's where everybody gets in trouble because not one person can produce the facts. But then when you ask for the facts, no, anyone that's going to listen to the facts is now being distracted by something else. So now they're not even concerned anymore. They've moved on to something else. So, and then once the facts come out, the person that put out the BS, they won't even backtrack and say, Hey, I, mis I, you know, I misspoke and it wouldn't even matter at this point. If someone did come out and say, Hey, I misspoke. No one cares. They moved on to something. Else. Oh yeah, dude, that was so, that was yesterday. Nobody cares. We got this going on now. Well, <laughs> so. that, that's why the accusation of something is so damaging because even if it's recanted yeah. later, people don't remember, people either don't see that or they've already made their judgment. Exactly. And they won't let it go. Right. No matter what you say, even if you can just say like, even if whatever it was that you accused them of, and, and let's just say someone got attacked by someone, well, someone claims they were attacked by this person. And then they later recant their story. Let's just say, hell, even a month later. Well, it doesn't matter because, well, if he didn't do it, you know, to that person, but who's to say he hasn't done it before though. Obviously he has a potential to do it to make this person even sit there and bring this up and even accuse him of this. Because <laughs> you know they got to justify what they've now believed, so they will come up with this excuse. So <laughs> this is the world we're in now, and of course, it's depressing <laughs> when you think about it. Because you know, if you're someone just out there, like, well, damn, everything I do is being watched and it's being judged, and it can be used against me. And if you're not built right, if you're not built strong enough to say, well, oh well, you know, I, I I'm going to do what I do, you know, and 
I know I believe what I'm doing, whether someone likes it or not. I don't, it's not a popularity contest. You know, if you're not built that way, then they can, you know, this culture can really bring you down and the potential to be, of you know, <clears throat> weaponized in this culture can, you know, just the idea that can bring you down and, and <clears throat> excuse me, and make you just stand still and just like, you know what, I'm keeping my head down and just blend, blend in and just be the gray man. And that's what happens to a lot of people because to not be that gray man, you have to stand out, which means you're going to ruffle some feathers if you do stand out and you're, you, you actually work on your uniqueness to be who you are. That's going to be a problem to somebody. You're going to be the villain in somebody's story. And a lot of people are not built anymore to be the villain in someone's story but that's the problem that's what you understand we're all going to be the villain in someone's story i don't care who you are you know if you have an ex if any of you ever had an ex you're the villain in their story (laughs) believe that there's a version of you that (laughs) that you don't even know about like oh i didn't even know i did all that yeah (laughs) but you did in their story well, I mean, mean, I think it's a, sometimes it's a sign that you're actually doing a lot of good, that you're the villain in someone's story, yeah. such as to the to the criminals that kidnap kids that Project Child Save, Ty and Project, the Project Child Save team, they rescue these kids from these criminals. They're the bad guys. They're like, man, these terrible folks at Project Child Save are coming in and taking our property. They're messing, yeah, they're messing with our, they're messing with our money and our livelihood. Like, to my, we, we, to my, we have employees like, you know. They, they work for us and they feed their families by doing, you know, going in and gathering these. Dude, do you hear yourself right now? <laughs> it's like, you know, but they can, but you know, at the end of the day, as humans, we can justify anything. Yeah. We put our minds to it and we can find a, a silver lining in that, you know? So right. Right. that's what that's, that's the problem with, you know, reasoning, you know, and actually and free will. And that's the reason why so many institutions, you know, are so against free will like yeah let me dial it in let me let me think for you like no and what's who's who's controlling your free will while you're in control of people you know who's going to who's going to rein you in so thus has been one of the problems in time but like i said man and like i said it can become a very you you feel like you have no control at that point when you think about that and then that's like i said it can be very depressing for a lot of people when you feel like you are not in control Yeah, I think that's why brain health is so important. And that's why we're going to talk about creatine a little bit. Because there's what's interesting. Here's a little segue. What's interesting is creatine is very well known as a performance enhancer, physical training performance enhancer. And it's been well documented. It's the most studied nutrition supplement ever. I mean, there's thousands of studies on creatine. Started becoming popular in the 1990s and is still relevant today because it's very effective. But the more that it's out there, the more benefits are coming to light about it. And one is there was a study that was published in the American Journal of Psychiatry. So there was a study at Seoul National University in South Korea where they divided 50 women with severe depression in two groups. And one group got an SSRI called Lexapro. It's very commonly prescribed. And the other group got Lexapro plus five grams of creatine. Now, what's what's interesting is why they thought of doing this the whole study. it's so random it's so yeah. random it's like, hey you know what we're gonna try a creatine i wonder how many other things they tried before this like hey let's try the ssri with glutamine let's try the right. with branching aminos let's try it with protein shake yeah. <laughs> and then they finally hit 
the jackpot with creatine. So I'd love to hear the reasoning behind why they decided to combine this with creatine. Like who came up with this idea? Because it's actually a good idea if you understand the mechanisms of creatine. It's just that most people don't seem to be aware of that. They look at it as just a physical performance enhancer. And there's a lot of myths about the negatives of creatine that we can get into in a little bit later as well. Now, the group that received Lexapro plus five grams of creatine, they responded way more favorably to mitigating the severe depression. And the mechanism behind it is that apparently creatine increases the amount of phosphocreatine in the brain. Now, this increases big time cellular energy in the brain. So the molecular and the energy in the brain goes way up. Depression as a result subsides. So it just shows you how important it is to have optimal energy in your brain. A lot of times we think of optimal energy for our body, for physical performance, but everything starts with the brain. So when you have a high level of energy, you have those four neurotransmitters balanced really well, dopamine, acetylcholine, serotonin, GABA, your brain is firing on all four cylinders. Of course, you're going to have less depression because the better your brain feels, the more confident you're going to feel in navigating the world. Right. But this is an interesting thing also for people that have, may have tried this SSRI. Now, I'm not a big fan of SSRIs at all. I understand they have a place in certain cases. I think it's too readily prescribed, and it shouldn't be the first line of treatment. But let's taking that, those points aside, there are many people that use Lexapro, and there may be people that didn't respond well who would respond well if they combined it with creatine. So it's just something to think about if you're on Lexapro or considering taking Lexapro. But, but please keep in mind, we are not doctors. Please consult your physician before doing anything and taking any supplements. Yeah, please consult with a physician who doesn't know jack shit about anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like consult with your doctor. It's like Jerry Branham was in this, this documentary on supplements and he goes, he says, whenever they say consult with your doctor, he goes, you might as well consult with the next person you see walking down the street. Because the doctor knows about as much about supplements as that person. He goes, doctors don't know jack shit about supplements. That's my, that's my <laughs> the lab person I would ask. They're going to for legal reasons. I, look, every single one of my supplements has that on there. Okay, right. we'll have to use that disclaimer. But in the back of my mind, I'm going, your doctor is, uh, this is a 99% chance your doctor is. Mm-hmm is categorically worthless on this topic. Now there are doctors that are super knowledgeable. Dr. Mark Gordon, mm-hmm. Dr. Mm-hmm. Julio Garcia, Garcia yes. that on the show, and several more that would be useful because they actually they're actually devoted to a healthy lifestyle. So they're looking at nutraceutical approaches all the time. Right. Those are the, those are the only kind of doctors I go to. But but you're a general practitioner. Well, first of all, those two words right there are red flags, right there should make you question. There's right. there's nothing wrong with questioning, but he's a general practitioner. I mean, he's a doctor of all trades and specialist to none, for the most part. But again, like I said, that's why it helps to get a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth opinion. It just it just depends on what what your insurance covers, I guess. But. You know, it's always funny, like um, the people, even like even with like investing or whatever, you always see these YouTube videos and you see all these people with their channels, you know. But of course, they always say like, you know, it's always funny to me like now none of this that I'm talking about is, you know, is should be considered as financial advice. Then what's the point of you doing your YouTube channel then? Why are you <laughs> yeah. even talking about that? Yeah. So, well, you should consult with your financial advisor. I'm like, oh, like, you mean, you like oh, or like your broker? I'm sorry. I heard the word broke and I got turned off. Okay. Yeah, all, we're, we're, we're only expressing this for entertainment purposes. Yeah, entertainment purposes only. 
I go, if I want entertainment, I'll watch an episode of Billion. Exactly. <laughs> and guess what? I'm learning. I learn a lot on, just by watching that too. In fact, I'm this boring ass lecture to get something productive out of it. <laughs> be useful in my life, <laughs> not for entertainment purposes. If I want to entertain myself, I can think of several more things. I mean, I, I, I just think it's so hilarious that you know, and that when it's dealing with people's money, you have to have a disclaimer when you're talking about it. When it's dealing with people's health. You got to put that disclaimer until I see a physician. But it's funny how when we talk about the news, <laughs> no one says like, you know, that that's for entertainment purposes only that you should actually consult. I don't know, a book, <laughs> you know, an encyclopedia or, or library, you know, the, 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 you never get the disclaimer for that. Yeah, you saw a physician who's going to prescribe very dangerous medications with severe side effects. Which has do- has actual documentation in saying so. It's not a rumor, <laughs> you know. But no, hey, trust them though. It's like, yeah, okay. So I'm just gonna trust R. Kelly to babysit my my five year old nephew <laughs> because he's such a good guy. And he makes good music. <laughs> I don't want to take health advice from someone who doesn't know jack shit about nutrition. That that's the first place I'm gonna start because that's so paramount to your overall health. Like, why am I getting health advice from you? You don't know a thing about it. You don't, you haven't even figured out how to eat in a healthy manner. You tell me the same two things. It's like, you know what, you you know what you need to get on a diet and exercise program. That's, that's your general practitioner's favorite go-to. That's the default. You need to start, no shit. I'm here. I'm seeing you right now. I'm having issues. I knew that one. <laughs> like, come on, uh, what I, else you got for me? And also, you're like, I'm seeing you, and I'm also thinking you need to do this. <laughs> <It's> my, <laughs> somebody, you, need, you need to start a diet and exercise program. You first. Wait, excuse me, what? Yeah, I, I <laughs> a bagel and a big gulp, and he's telling me. I gotta <laughs> Is it a big gulp? <laughs> I got to get off diet and nutrition. Somebody, like, hold on. Need I need to be on a diet and, 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 and nutrition program, says the guy with a jar full of lollipops sitting out there by his receptionist's desk. <laughs> like, and the real reality is, is that your health is way too important to just leave it to a doctor to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. Right. right? right. That's the reality. Now, I'm not saying don't go to a doctor. For checkups, a doctor who knows what he or she is doing is the salient point. I'm not going to just go to any doctor. I'm not going to just pick a doctor randomly online and show up. I go, no, I'm going to vet someone and make sure that I, I want to see someone. When I see a doctor come out to introduce him or herself, I want to see someone that embodies health. That's exactly. right. Right. Ideally, someone that is emblematic of health, that motivates <laughs> me to really be engaged and take their advice. That's what I want to see. I mean, right. you're supposed to be a health expert. So you should embody that. No one's coming to me. Well, Mike, Mike, I, I, I must. I don't have the results to back it up. I must dispute that. They, they, they never refer themselves as health experts. They are medical professionals. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that in mind. Yeah, health, health is not even in their in in their little in their little description anymore. You know, in their tagline, they're medical professionals. They say you seek the help of a medical professional, not a healthy one. Someone that's going to help you manage your unhealthy lifestyle. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you're already really unhealthy. So we're just going to throw a bunch of drugs at you so you can keep staying unhealthy, keep the same behaviors. <laughs> right. I mean, there should be like a very, like, and there are some doctors out there that do this, but, you know, but it should be a very holistic approach to this. Like, okay, here's the thing. Me- somehow mentally you're not, there's something going on with you mentally. That's, that's keeping you unhealthy and you keep making these poor choices so no matter what i prescribe for you it's still not going to work it's you know right. it's, it, it might change up your hormones and change up you know your physiology but it's not going to change your mind 
in a way that's going to start helping you heal as much because there's something going on with you thinking. So also you need to bring in a psychologist, you know, along with this or someone that can help you deal with certain traumas because you, they can dig deeper because it's way more than just I'm, I'm eating bad food or I'm not working out. I'm right. not training. And this, that, and the other. What, why, why do you have this problem with exercise? I mean, why do you because of insurance purposes, more than you know, any other reason. Yeah. Oh, yes. Spend about 10 minutes with you. If you're lucky, they're not going to well, get it. Well, he spends 10 minutes with you after making you wait four hours. <laughs> so, I'm like, the math is the, the math is not mathing, doc. You know, my point was at eight, you came in at 1230. You stayed in for all of seven minutes. And the last three minutes I've been with your nurse and, you know, basically filling out paperwork and getting a prescription. To my, that, so, that's why I go to someone like Dr. Garcia here in mm-hmm. Vegas, because you're not going to wait for more than five minutes to see right. him. And he'll spend an hour with you if needed, answering all of your questions. Right. He doesn't try to rush you along. He doesn't give these just blunt responses to move the process along. You know, that's who I'm going to work with. And they're like, well, does insurance cover that? I don't give a fuck what insurance. <laughs> right. This is my health we're talking about here. I will gladly pee out of pocket for the right service. Trust me. It's like when your insurance company is involved, your health is not in their best interest. Okay. Because it's like it, it, it takes it costs them to keep you healthy. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have, have to spend money. Go ahead. For, for a catastrophic event. That's it. You know, something yeah. that will bankrupt you. You're in the hospital for two years <laughs> right. after a car injury. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, so something, a car accident injury. So something like that. That's why you want to have health insurance. For everyday right. things, general checkups and stuff like that, no. Forget right. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick my own doctor. I'm gonna, and then look, in the highest quality doctors, most of them are They're not going to be in your network. <laughs> yeah, not going to take insurance because they don't, they don't want to deal with that either. They don't want to wait three months to get paid. Exactly. And, and they don't want to deal with the paperwork and the bureaucracy. And then they, they also want to spend more time with clients so that if they charge an amount that is, that is, that is commensurate with the time that they value, they're going to and spend the, time with and, and the expertise. So that's another thing. It's like, hey, you get what you pay for. You know, like if basically all you pay was a, a $15 or $10 copay, you know, to wait four hours for a seven minute conversation where you could have walked to the park and had the same conversation because what does that doctor do? He comes in. So how are we feeling today? Really? <laughs> so did you not read the chart? <laughs> did you not read what the nurse wrote? It's like, Oh, how long have you been feeling this way? All right. So um, what about this? Then they come and they rub on your jaws, check your tonsils and make you cough and, you know, put their hand on your back. I'm like, Okay, these are a lot of things that my spouse could do. <laughs> so, but you know, you spent seven years and ten years in medical school to do this and go in debt. I'm like, I'm not seeing what we're doing here. Well, I'll tell you what, wait for the X-rays to come back and come back and see me back. You know, in a month, uh, this shit hurts now. <laughs> okay, so can you make it? Can you put it on pause until we get the results back? So, like I said, it's just this revolving door, and it's so funny because everyone pushes. They want. They want this universal health care. I said, do you understand how much worse that would be for everyone? You know, so I'm like, these dudes are getting paid by insurance companies now. And, you know, and, you know, they're you know, people, are, you know, it's, it's more so-called private, you know, whatever. And they're already overwhelmed. So imagine when everyone is coming in and what I'm like, you understand, then you're really gonna be pissed off because you're gonna, this is gonna become this hierarchy thing where you feel like, well, I've been coming to this doctor for years and I used to pay out the pocket for that. He should see me first. Nope. <laughs> you got to take your number. This is what, we, this is what people wanted. So I mean, when everyone, when everyone is for everyone, do you really think the quality is going to be there? Right. 
Right. So you got to really think about it. It sounds good on paper. I get it. And and there are people who truly need it and they can't afford it because, hey, you know, that becomes more of a that becomes more of an insurance problem, not necessarily the doctors. I said, and that becomes more of a your politician problem, <laughs> you know, because, again, you choose them. And at the end of the day, you know, these lobbyists, they have the money. But guess what? There are 320 million Americans. And you know, if we're talking about our country. You know, you can form your own pack. And that's a good thing also about digital currency. You can form your own DAO, which is a decentralized you know, autonomous organization. So now the people have the power to create their own packs and, and lobbyists to, to sit there and, and also get in and have these discussions and influence policy that will benefit the people for once and not the corporations, you know, and the, and the shareholders. So it's just so much. So th- there's really no excuse, but a lot of times we do want to still have something to complain about, right. you know, like, you know, my doctor isn't this, da, 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 and they keep paying it. Like these insurance companies are robbing me, but they're still paying it. I'm like, guess what? If everybody stopped paying them, yeah, you'll take a chance where you're like, well, then I won't have any coverage. Well, you have coverage and you still get the same results if you didn't have coverage. So, so why not make them feel it to where they have to listen to you? And that's where it comes down to, you know, so there's, there's the beauty of capitalism that everybody hates. You do have a vote with your dollar. And if they're not looking after you or whatever, you, you're not the only one. You're all, if everybody's at the park complaining about that or whatever, and they're talking about the same insurance company, guess what? That's where it starts. And the people that make the most noise gets the most results. That's the thing. Right. People always have to remember. Right. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Proceed, Mike. Creatine. <laughs> yeah, now back to creatine. <laughs> back to you, Mike. <laughs> well, like, Jesus, man, when are they going to start talking about creatine again? <laughs> well, right about now. So pay attention. <laughs> Get off the toilet seat and you know, <laughs> whatever you're doing while you're listening to this. <laughs> All right. So there are seven benefits of creatine that a lot of people probably aren't aware of. And I have this article on my website. So if people want to go look at each study that I'm citing here, they can and just get a refresher on this information. But one of the big benefits of creatine is it actually lowers inflammation from intense exercise. As people know, you work out hard, you actually increase inflammation a great deal. And the faster you can get that, you want that, you actually want inflammation to be high for a while after you work out for a little while, because that induces the healing process. But then you want it to subside because if it's prolonged, then now it can start damaging. It's kind of like an autoimmune response. You want a healthy immune system response but you don't want the immune system response to be overly aggressive because now it starts damaging healthy tissue. Yeah. So remember inflammation is an immune system response and you, you want just the right amount. So anyway, people that took creatine after sounds like they were doing a, just a, a marathon, not a marathon, but a triathlon. So they did something that caused a serious increase in inflammation. Mm-hmm. The group that took creatine and they had creatine plus, 15 grams of maltodextrin. So that's just a sugar that a lot of endurance athletes take just to refuel after training. It just lowered all of these different markers for inflammation a great deal. One creatine kinase went down by 19%. Prostaglandin E2 went down by 61%. And tumor necrosis factor alpha went down by 34%. So this is pretty pronounced. So it's not just beneficial for people that engage in strength athletics, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, just regular strength training in the gym. It also has merit for people that do high endurance stuff. And that's good to know because a lot of endurance people stay away from creatine because they think it's either going to be counterproductive or they think it's not useful. 
Right. And maybe it's counter, not counterproductive, but maybe it's not that effective for improving performance, but it, it does help re- improve recovery time, which will in effect improve performance down the line. Okay, number two, it actually improves brain health. And just like we were talking about with depression, most likely it's theorized that's because it ramps up cellular energy in the brain. You know, the more energy you have in the brain, better you're going to feel, the more energetic you're going to feel, the more motivated you're going to feel because motivation starts with the brain. You need to produce a certain amount of dopamine to to even get out of bed in the morning. You're not going to feel like doing anything. And then you need a certain level of acetylcholine to remember anything. It's your ability to concentrate and recall things. And if you can't remember anything, you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn from your mistakes if you can't remember them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember doing that. It's like, that's a problem. Why do you keep doing it? That's why people keep repeating bad relationships. (laughs) They only remember the good times. (laughs) But I mean, success is a a big component of sex, success, sex, sex, (laughs) sex, success, successful sex. Well, don't look at your phone during sex. No, a big component of success is your ability to concentrate and absorb information. If you can't take it in any information, how are you going to improve any facet of your life? Right. Okay. Now it also lowers myostatin and myostatin is a regulator of muscle mass. So the more myostatin you have, it hampers your ability to actually increase muscle mass. So if you can actually lower myostatin, you're actually going to get a more pronounced effect from your training in terms of increasing muscle mass. Now, some here then they think, well, I don't care about being, Schwarzenegger, as if that's something with that's within their grasp. <laughs> I don't want to be one of these big. I don't want to be one of these big bodybuilders on stage like Mr. Olympia. Like that's a fear. Like that's going to happen. Like, man, I better be. I better be careful lifting weights. I'm going to turn into Dorian Yates if I'm not careful. Like it's so easy to just to achieve that. <laughs> go, go watch how one of these guys or ladies trains for an afternoon, and you're going to your fears will dissipate rapidly. All right, but you want the more muscle mass you have, the better the healthier you're going to be as you age. And that should be an obvious point. Just look at someone who's beaten down and old. They, can, they can't even carry their groceries. Yeah. Now, there was a guy, Carol and I were at this Indian restaurant, Mint actually, you've yeah. been there many times. I've taken you there many times. And there, were, there was a guy, every time he wanted, an elderly couple. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what this guy's underlying health issues are, but he had severe health issues because every time this guy wanted to go to the buffet, his wife had to basically do a bent over row with him to get him from a sitting to a standing position. Damn. Now I go, that's a terrible place to be, especially as a yeah. man. Let's be honest as men, we want to be the protector. Hopefully. Well, these days, I mean, I know it's not really the, the thing to be anymore, you know, cause you know, toxic masculinity and all, but <laughs> cause you know, but yeah, you do at least I can say our generations and before that's what you wanted to be. So. Well, you know what? I'm happily unapologetically masculine. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Look, That's man. Side <laughs> can do whatever the fuck they're going to do. If I'm going to be a barbarian and a relic, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to keep it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like I said, the t- mm-hmm. masculinity is not about being a bully and suppressing other people. That's not masculinity. Narcissistic. <laughs> right. Come on, I mean, that's that's bitch shit. Okay, let's just be honest. Okay, and that's where everybody gets it twisted. It's just like okay, being assertive and you know saying want to be the protector is like oh, that's being aggressive. Okay, but have you looked at that word? I mean, anyone listen to this show has you have no choice because it's sitting right there in your face. But here's the thing: why, 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 why would you not want to be strong and be the protector? 
you know, and be able to be the one lifting your woman up. Okay. I'm just like, geez. Well, and it's, and it's yeah. not even about sexism. Like, oh, oh, so a woman can't be strong and she has to be there to help her. Look, there might be times where you're hurt or whatever else. And, and it's right. good to also have a partner that's there, you know, to have your back to do that and be there for you. But when that's become your life now, you know, and not because of some injury or whatever, just because you didn't take care of yourself because you thought that there was something wrong with actually going and being strong and whatever else. And you just kind of let life happen. Okay. Well, she's going to get tired of that after a while. I mean, love can only go so far. <laughs> and to my, I don't care what anyone tells you, love does have some conditions. Okay. So, yeah. So it's just like I said, why, just, why would you even want to go there? Yeah, so make sure you keep your myostatin levels down, folks, and you can do that. They can creatine, keep your muscle mass high. <laughs> something, something, yeah, something like that. It's not. It's not I mean, if you if you <laughs> like the way you look and you feel more confident, that's going to improve the quality of your life. That those are just undeniable points. Right. And p- part of the reason why people find depress aging depressing, or really the main reason why people find aging depressing, is that you just feel like you're falling apart. You're in pain all the time. You can't do the things you used to be able to do. And of course, that is depressing. But that happens largely because you were unhealthy as a young person. (laughs) I was about to say, some of the things you used to do, it's probably a good thing you can't do those. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I used to stage dive at hardcore shows. Exactly. I I used to say, man, I used to mosh and all that. But I'm sorry, my damn near about to be 50 year old ass is not trying to mosh anymore. And I see people. My age is some concert still much. I'm like, man, sit your ass down. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, I'm on the, I'm on the about, I'm in, I'm at the balcony above the mosh pit. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these clowns like, man, the floor with be it. Me. I hear it. <laughs> right. I'm the dude looking like, I said, damn, <clears throat> I said, it'd be a lot easier if you just punch that dude. That's just a shitty way to fight. You just keep running up against each other. Jeez. Now, here's another one for anyone who has a family member that is suffering from Parkinson's disease, because creatine may offer some merits there as well. So people with Parkinson's experience a big drop in that neurotransmitter I mentioned already, dopamine, which in turn has a real negative impact on cognition and motor skills. We see it. That's why you see the tremors and the shakes. And eventually you get to the point where you, you can't talk. It's a horrible disease. Now, dopamine is very important in neurotransmitter. It's a super important neurotransmitter that is crucial for mood, sex drive, and ambition, as I mentioned. So those with higher levels of dopamine, you're going to be way more goal-driven. You're going to be more industrious. You're going to be more confident. You're just going to feel better. Like I said about sex drive, sex drive is often an indicator of your overall health because especially as a man, if you have a really low sex drive, you're probably dealing with a lot of stress, but it means that your hormonal balance is definitely out of whack. And when your sex drive is up, it's not just your drive for the actual act of sex. Your creative energy is up as well. So you're going to, that's why you look at, I mean, Think and Grow Rich has a whole chapter on how every successful man, now remember this book was written in the 1960s. So it just focused on men. They didn't give it a lot of examples. Actually later than that, it was like the the 30s, I believe. Oh, was it? That was was not that it came in the 1960s. Okay. So, so there, they, they just give example of how every successful man in every facet had a very high sex drive. So however you, however you feel about having a sex drive, and every guy who's honest wants to have a high sex drive because you feel way better. <laughs> you, know, you feel more alive. You feel more driven. Your performance is a little better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so they actually did a study with creatine and people on Parkinson's. And they found that supplementing with creatine increased 
it means it increased the levels of that phosphocreatine again. Now, phosphocreatine is what we talked about with the depression, that the higher levels of phosphocreatine increase that cellular energy in the brain, which in turn has a profound beneficial effect on your mood and your brain's ability to function. Because look, when you start losing your memory and you start having a hard time remembering things and uh, and, and you just you, you you just feel lost in the world. That's really depressing. Yeah. You know, I've I've seen I've, I've seen older people where they're aware that they're losing their mind. Yeah, you know, they're aware that their memory. And it's just that look when that look when they realize like, oh my god, did, did I did I ask you that before? You know, right. they, they just look so disillusioned. It's just like it's almost like someone blindfolded them and just dropped them off somewhere and took off the blindfold. Like, all right, here we are, and they just kind of look like, okay, where am I? You know, it's just just very. Or I've seen them get very frustrated when they realize that, that they're losing, like, they get a little snappy, you know, because they, it's almost like they know now. It's like, okay, this is happening a little more often than, than normal. So it's the thing is happening that I've been told that happens when you get a certain age, you know, and they, and they just feel defeated. They're like, well, okay, well, it's here now. There's nothing I can do. Right. Right. I mean, a healthy diet, getting optimal sleep living a life that is in tune with your values and belief system. You know, these are all really important things you can do to keep your brain health on par because when you, when you're in this adrenaline state or cortisol producing state all of the time, it's going to have a real negative impact on brain health. It's just going to degenerate things. So with Parkinson's again, this increase in phosphocreatine is remember this is increasing cellular energy in the brain that actually it buffers against a depletion of ATP energy source, and that has neuroprotective effects. So that brings to the next point that it actually fights creatine, helps fight neurological diseases, improves cognition in the elder, like just what we're talking about here. So, I mean, they've actually done several studies with older athletes and how short-term use of creatine not only improved exercise training, it improved body mass index, and it, it enhanced fatigue resistance, muscle strength, so all these things that are that we take for granted with daily living, it actually improved cognitive abilities in older populations. Now, I'm not sure how they measured this. Maybe they had them take some tests or something. But so again, it's not just energy for everyday living. It's energy for your brain functioning more optimally. And then as some of the other benefits, it improves blood sugar levels. And that's one of the most crucial things. You know, having your glucose levels in the optimal range, so fasting glucose between about 80 and 85, that's optimal. Not having insulin resistance, these are crucial things for longevity because when you have insulin resistance, you're going to have low testosterone, you're going to have high cortisol levels. It's just going to spiral down. It's a master control hormone. So keeping insulin and leptin sensitive and optimal, that's imperative for your overall health and for making sure that your entire hormonal cascade is exactly where you want it to be. And finally, it actually increases DHT. Now, DHT is several times more anabolic than testosterone. It's way more prolific in improving sex drive than testosterone is. So better erections, better sex drive, better mood, better drive. A lot of that comes from DHT, not just testosterone. Testosterone is obviously very important and enhances those things, but DHT does even more so. And I have an article on DHT on my website as well. So people want to check that out. Some people worry about, oh, if my DHT levels go up, I'm going to lose my hair. And that can happen if you have a genetic predisposition towards hair loss. So it's not so much that you're losing your hair. It may speed up that process. You may start losing your hair at, let's say, 30 instead of 40 
if you ramp up your DHT levels too high. And again, that's only for people that are that have a genetic predisposition. Right. And also, we're not trying to get DHT through the roof. We're just trying to get it into an optimal range. And you're not you're not going to. I mean, I think it increases. Let's see, it increases DHT by about fifty six percent. And again, this was a high dosage. This was twenty five grams taken for seven days. So if you're taking five grams a day, you're probably not going to get a fifty six percent increase. Who knows what it is, but even if it were fifty six percent, that's unlikely to just put you way out of that optimal zone. Yeah. So the best way to use creatine is you want to get crea pure. That's a German quality. It's a high quality creatine that's going to be free of contaminants. And you just take five grams, you put it in hot water. Tea, green tea is what I use. I just have it in green tea usually about an hour before I train. It dissolves it. You absorb it. You're not going to get that bloating and the gut distress if you're taking a high-quality creatine. That, that was largely from low-quality creatine options that were prolific in the 1990s when it first came out. Oh, yeah. Now we have micronized creatine. Most reputable companies get it from Germany again. So this is high-quality stuff. And you don't need to do a loading phase. You don't need to take 20, 25 grams a day for a week. Now, that can cause some of that bloating and water retention. But at 2.5 to 5 grams most people are going to do fine. You're not going to have any side effects with that. And then you're going to have a lot of these benefits. Yeah. So that's something that's, it's a no brainer. It's inexpensive. There's no reason not to add that to your regimen. Again, make sure you consult with the doctor <laughs> <laughs> who may or may not know Jack shit. Yeah, he's like, oh, creatine. Why are you taking that? You can just find that in food. It's like, yeah. really food. It's only, it's only in high quantities in red meat. Yeah, so you, you would have to eat a lot of red meat. If, if you, even in other meats, it's not even that high. So you you would have to eat a good amount of red meat just to get a couple grams. Of well, you know, you know, you just threatened a lot of people with a good time when you said that, right? <laughs> people <laughs> on the carnivore diet are happy. They're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah man!" I need four see there, food. see, see, vegans. Told you. <laughs> enjoy your powder. I'm gonna enjoy a steak. <laughs> but I mean, the supplementation is good because it allows you to get a, you're, you're making sure to get a steady amount. And remember, all of these studies were done with the supplement. They didn't say, okay, we had one group eat 2.2 pounds of red meat to make sure that right. the creatine levels were optimal. No, it was all done with supplementation. Right. That said, people that, when I first started taking creatine, I'd been vegan, I'd been vegetarian for a couple of years, vegan for maybe. I don't know, six months to a year. Mm. And when I started taking creatine back in the day, I noticed a profound benefit with training. I mean, it was night and day. It just added so many reps. So I think vegetarians, vegans will benefit from taking creatine more. There's no doubt about it. And even people that follow, let's say, a Mediterranean diet where you eat some meat, yeah. probably not eating enough meat to get the optimal amount of creatine as well. So you're just a couple of grams a day, I think will go a long way. Even if it's a Mediterranean diet, it's not that much red meat going on in that diet. Either. Right, there's not much there's there's not fish, you know, any red meat. there's a little bit of fish, a little bit of chicken or turkey, but it's mainly plant-based in terms of meat is the condiment rather than the main. Exactly. Part. Yeah. So creatine is just made from a couple of amino acids. It's just made from arginine, glycine, and methanone. So it's, it's, it's not, it's a natural product. Yeah. So, Hey man, it's just, like I said, I, I was thinking, um, even when I even brought this up to you before we started the show, like, yeah, when I saw you post that article, definitely want to talk about that. Cause it's, what really got me is the fact here we are 
about like for both of us coming like just saying being those you know those 20 somethings during the 90s whatever here we are 30 years later and creatine is still coming with more and more benefits almost yeah. every year something new it's, it's been nothing being manufactured and, and just to sell it or whatever else it's like it is like an unsung hero it's like it's not sexy it's not coming with all this like it'll it'll do this 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 and this and then six months later you never hear about it again like a lot of supplements out there it's like this thing's like this try and it's like it's kind of like when it comes to drinks water still wins <laughs> okay no matter what you can drink all these energy drinks you can do all this stuff but at the end of the day, water is still, it's been around since the beginning of time. It still does what it does. And that's the reason why it's composed. It's, it's the major composition of your entire body, you know? So it's just funny how no matter what kind of training style that you're in, whether you're a bodybuilder, you're a triathlete, whether you're a MMA fighter, whether you're just a weekend warrior, as they like to come, whatever, creatine benefits all of you. Yeah. Is there some, is, it can do something at work. Or if you're just someone who's, I don't know, you, you're a writer and, you know, and basically you, you're writing term papers and you're, you're going through and you're studying all this information, getting these resources and you're in a library and you're doing all this research or whatever else. And guess what? Creatine can help you too. You know, it's like how many supplements can just really be that universal and still each almost every year, like, Hey, and by the way, did you know I can help you with this? And do you know that I can help with this? And then the, the benefits fall. There are so many pros and they're very few cons after 30 years, the cons, the list of cons really hasn't even moved up, hasn't even increased, you know, whereas the pros just keep that list gets longer and longer and longer every year, you know, like, dude, it's like, what can you say about that? Other than the fact that, Oh, I need to get some damn creatine, (laughs) you know? And like I said, don't get the cheap stuff. Like we just said, like, you know, definitely get the German creatine. The Crea Pure, man, is the way to go. Yeah, Crea Pure is the right brand. That keeps them single. Micronized, don't, you can see that the powder looks different. It dissolves yeah. in water rapidly. Very it's easily. Warm yep. water, warmer hot water. It dissolves rapidly. Yeah. <clears throat> and I like mine unflavored. <laughs> so, so that far, the thing, kind of, yeah, that, that's the other thing about creatine that's interesting is that they keep discovering more benefits of creatine in and of itself, but there are so many companies that try to combine it with several other things. Yeah. And that never, showed, that never improved because it already has a high absorption rate as it is. So you don't need to take it with 30 grams of sugar, right? Take it with a teaspoon of maple syrup. That's going to be more than enough. You don't, even need to <laughs> right. do that. you don't even need to do that. And your body's going to absorb it. It's like you said about water. It's like, okay, this hydrates you faster than water. Like, okay, I'll just drink the water and wait. (laughs) I don't need to be hydrated that fast. I don't need to take a bunch of sugar to speed up the process because I look at these hydration drinks. It's 40 40 grams of sugar. I was like, well, I don't want all that. Exactly. So that could be like an extreme situation. And then at that point you get IV. Exactly. (laughs) So. I'm like, if you need to be, you know, get your thirst quenched that quickly, it's like, well, you're not, you're not drinking enough water, period. So don't think that, that, you know, all of a sudden this one shot of this drink is going to fix a problem that you've probably been, you know, dealing with for a while now. You're not drinking enough water, man. Right. And if I want a hydration drink, it's going to be something such as coconut coconut water. water. Yeah. Mix the watermelon juice. Yes. Together. Man, give me something high in electrolytes, you know, but and, oh, and yeah. still tastes good. You know, yeah. I don't want to sit there and drink no freaking Pedialyte. I'm not, I'm not a baby. Right. You know, right. I, don't want, I don't want this yeah, baby I don't syrup. Get all my electrolytes from food. You know, give me right. something that's actually healthy because that combo I just said that's actually healthy to take. Yeah. So yeah, man. 
Well, yeah, appreciate that. Like I said, I, I feel like it was a good little topic. I think that everybody, that was the one thing that I think we all could like benefit from having that discussion, no matter what, what you do, even if you're not someone that's going to the gym regularly, you should, you know, if you well, I think staying on top of brain health is important, especially for those of us that deal with depression. As right. We both been open about mental health issues. And I've talked about depression since the beginning of my career. Oh, I've dealt with that. It's a lifelong thing. But honestly, I'm able to stay on top of it for the most part, just from all the things I do. And even when I, I haven't had a, a spiraling, spiraling event, even with this whole pandemic and everything. I, I remember talking to people now where they're, they talked about how stressed out they were when this whole thing happened. Yeah. And I, I understand that. But to be honest with you, I wasn't stressed at all. And yeah. I think part of the reason why I wasn't stressed <laughs> at all is that I have high functioning brain. I feel healthy. I trust my abilities to get things done in terms of finances and everything else. Yeah. So I, I wasn't worried about it. I go, oh, we'll navigate through this. We'll navigate through this just fine. Yeah. And another thing is we don't, we're not glued to our televisions. We're not glued to the news, you know, which doesn't help in those situations when you can actually just kind of disconnect and, you know, yeah. zo- and zoom out that helps as well. But that's another one of those benefits, you know, where your brain is fired up. It'll tell you like, Hey, 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 that's bullshit. Whatever they're talking about right there, that's some BS. Right. You know, so yeah, ignore that. You know, or you're actually able to de- decipher when things are being said. You're able to pick out the things that are useful, and you're like, okay, the rest of that's just fluff and entertainment, and I mean, not to be taken seriously. TV. Once you watch too much TV, and you end up watching Channel Zero. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Man, when she's watching Channel Zero, it's all got in there. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that I do because we don't have cable at all. So no commercials. And that's Oh my God. That's the best. Uh, it's almost like when you watch something and you see a commercial, it's almost offensive now. It's like, oh, yeah. well, like, like who put this, who, who put this ad in the middle of this TV right. show? What the hell's wrong right. with these people? It seems like it's an antiquated way. The good old days of you're watching an episode of 24 and there's, there's commercials every 15 minutes. Right. So now we, I mean, Hulu plus no commercials. YouTube exactly. I mean, there are no commercials and it's worth every penny. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with commercials, especially when you're consuming a lot of content. Yeah. You see, you look like, and then you look at that show, like, okay, this one hour show is actually 36 minutes. Like, right. Damn. <laughs> Which is even better, you know? So, but yeah, man. Cool. I think there's one more thing I wanted to bring up. What was it? Should have wrote it down. Yeah, we can save it for next time or if it yeah. comes up now. Yeah, we can do that. So I know people probably ask, like, where, where can I get creatine? You can get, you know, the creatine, you can get it just about anywhere. I mean, yeah, it's on Amazon. It's Amazon, on, you got, you know, cost. Yeah. Yeah, you got like Muscle Feast and all that, you know, because I know, you know, especially people who are plant based, they're going to look for that, you know. Vitamin Shop should have it. Yeah, Vitamin Shop. Definitely. Creatine is really ubiquitous. I mean, I've seen creatine at groceries. In Walmart, you know. Yeah, it's, so, not, it's not hard to find. Yeah. <clears throat> so there you go. And it's not that expensive. It's not, it shouldn't be expensive at all, really. So No, I mean, a one-year supply is probably 50 bucks. Yeah. One-year supply, not a one-month supply. <laughs> exactly. And it will last a year. It really will. You know, at five grams a day. And then again, you don't need to do a loading phase or go way higher than that because it's just... Mm. If you go way higher than that, it's just like putting, trying to put more gas in your car after the tank is full. Right. It's just going to spill out. It's just going to go to waste. So cool. All right, man. It's a good place to wrap up. Some great yeah. info, you know, people can consume and run with that. So other than that, folks, then um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.
make sure you continue to share this episode, like it, let folks know about it. We appreciate all that. So until next time, take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. That wraps up this week's Live Life Aggressively show. Be sure to head over to MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Use the coupon code LLA12 and receive 12% off of your total purchase at either of those websites. Also, for more personal protection tips, make sure you head over to NewWarriorDefense.com. Support the production of the Live Life Aggressively show by heading over to Patreon.com and becoming a patron. Simply go to Patreon.com slash LLA podcast. All Patreon subscribers receive Patreon-only access to our brand new show, Afterlife, which is a brand new behind-the-scenes episode that is not available to the public. Our Patreon subscribers also get to enjoy bigger discounts on all of our products by receiving Patreon-only discount codes beginning at 15% off on all products on MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Lastly, be sure to share the episode by following us on social media on Facebook as well as our new account on Instagram. Until the next episode, take care, everybody.